Alright, we're back after a slight hiatus. Yeah, brief break, you know. There's just... Uh, life gets busy. Um, I think it's I think it's good to give people a break. Do you? Yeah, I mean, it, it gives them a chance to want a little more. It gives us a chance to sort of regroup and see where we are. In that week that we've been gone, we've, we've both undergone some changes. We've found out some things. Definitely. I think, I think that... We've grown a little bit. Every time we take some time away, I think we come back a little bit better. Yeah, you know, and honestly, I feel like if you're listening to the show, you understand that we're not we're not doing this professionally. We have our own lives, you know. We have yeah. other people in our lives that we need to take care of. Uh, we have to kind of reprioritize things. Um, so, yeah, I, I appreciate you all for sticking around and hanging out. Yeah, you can, uh, if you haven't already, you can obviously follow us on Twitter. Uh, we are at Enter the Dojo Pod. Um, you can follow Jay at Listen Up Nerds and me at Dogs Live Forever. Yes, so we're back though. And I think, you know, so much in the world has changed, so much in our lives has changed, Josh. Uh, yes, yeah, summer is here. Summer we is at, here. Our last pod was actually kind of like the tail end of spring, and then now summer is here. Yes. I, I'm very happy. Uh, I've been walking around in five-inch inseam shorts and t-shirts and just really, you know, putting out a vibe. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I've been doing the same. Good on you, honestly. I've been up on the roof. I've been, you know, in and out of, in and out of a lot of places, just kind of, like, feeling out vibes, living it up, man. It's, uh... I don't know. I like. I just had that week and a half off, so I'm kind of like trying to get back into the normal life of somebody who has a job. I'm back in general population. Yeah, dude, you're. Uh, you have a new job now. You're no longer in the coupon factory. I am no longer in the grocery mines. For sure. Hell yeah. So, Hell yeah. Yeah. Time for you to glow. It's a new chapter in my life. It is for sure my time to glow. Um. No, I, uh, I gotta provide. That's the new thing, right? You yeah, provi- providing, um, yeah, and, and finding things out about your past that have come back in a new way. Yeah, you know, and I mean, listen, it is what it is when it comes down to that, and we're not, we're not gonna get, like, fully into it on the pod, but, you know, things, things sometimes come back, uh, decisions you made, three years ago can come back to not really haunt you but you know come back into your life and uh sometimes you have to provide for them and give them sometimes. shelter and a home and not just you know throw them 50 bucks every month and say hey you know there you go sometimes you throw some fertilizer and you accidentally make a seed yes absolutely but you know and sometimes uh somebody refuses to get rid of that seed, no matter how much you ask or pay them, uh, and how much? How much did you pay? I don't want to talk about it. Um, was it was it over three hundred for them to get rid of it? Yeah, yeah, because it was. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, yeah, it was. It was definitely over three hundred. Where'd that money go? If not, that's a great question, Joshua. That is a great question, and. Uh, I, you know, sometimes people tell you that uh, they they get rid of something and then they don't. So, you know, um, 
But yeah. Would it be would it be weird if I reached out and asked? Y- yeah, it would 100% be weird. It's already uh, weird that this is happening in the first place, but you know. I mean, what are you going to do? Uh I mean, beyond I guess what you're you're already kind of doing the bare minimum. Are you ever going to like step up? Well, I mean like, you know, what what do you want me to do? I don't live anywhere near the seedling. Um See, and I'm not, wow, wow. I don't, I don't plan on moving back. You know? I mean, I just, I thought that, like, you know, we've talked a lot about our parents, and we've talked a lot about, like, how we would be. Yeah. And I guess I didn't expect this from you, especially, but... Well, I mean, you know, I... I mean, honestly, you're pulling, like, a... A 2013 Josh card here. It's a little wild. I understand that this is like... A lot of people have been telling me that, you know, I've been acting a little bit differently since this happened. But no, I have to stick up for myself. And I feel like I feel like this is, in a way, you firing back against anyone who ever told you you couldn't. Kinda, yeah, you know? There's a lot of just soft rebellion things that I've done throughout my life. But now it's time for the harsh rebellion. This is, honestly, this is a harder rebellion than maybe even I would do. Yeah, but you know what? I, I've i got my own life, and they, they've got their own life, so, you know. I'm just so are you, it up, are, man. Are you just going to be like, hey, here's, you know, here's your monthly amount. Uh, I mean, they they know send, that send I me mean, a few send me a few pictures every now and then to let me know how the I would actually do. rather not have pictures. I'd rather not be in contact. Uh, I'd do you even do you even know the name? I try to not. I do know, but I, you try to not. I try know to the not. Name. Yeah. How how do you try to not know a name? <laughs> That's know. like the worst. <laughs> that like sometimes you just gotta call people by the wrong name to let them know that you're not attached to them in any sort of sense. Sometimes you ask people to call me by your name. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes I will call you by your name, and you will call that's, me by mine. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, crazier things have happened. Honestly, I expected this to happen to me way before I expected it to happen to you. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes... I, truly, I mean, I'm out here just throwing the shit around. And yeah, and I'm like, not. And I kind of yeah. had a discussion about this with some friends. Uh, we were, you know, we were practicing playing music the other night, and kind of like after one person was like, "I'm a little tapped out," we just kind of got into discussing, you know, life and relationships and things like that. And uh, I had said that this is this is very weird because it's not as though I'm throwing it around. I uh, yeah, not at all. I, I'm not really a a thrower of that. You, you do not throw the dick. No, I definitely don't throw the dick around. Yeah. Uh, I know my worth. But Yeah, I would say yeah. Maybe now a little little on the darker side of knowing your worth, but sure. Definitely. But hey, you know, sometimes life gets a little dark. It happens. Uh, I, I just think it's funny because like, of the two of us, like, we've always played it pretty good cop, bad cop. Like, right. Anyone who's listened has known at this point, I'm mostly the the bad crazy cop. I'm like Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon, and you're more the Danny Glover. Absolutely, like, and I 
you are older than me, but every time you tell me about some things that are going on with your life, I am getting too old for this shit. Yeah, like, and now I feel like it's kind of reversed. And honestly, like, between this happening for you and then, like, me dating the person I'm dating, I'm like, I'm the chill guy. Like, It's so interesting because with you and your relationship people could watch that from afar and say that seems wild and crazy but it doesn't seem to be the way we talk the, about it it is the absolute least crazy it's the most relaxed yeah that's awesome for you and i'm stoked on it but yeah, yeah it's, no it's this is good. a very crazy life that i live now yeah it's pretty cool it's different i'm glad the shoes on the other foot i'm glad i get to be danny glover for once I'm glad that you get to be Danny Glover, because it's got to be exhausting being Mel Gibson the entire time. It's pretty hard. Yeah. Dude, it's definitely... Uh, a lot of my life is that very first scene in Lethal Weapon, where they're on top of that building, and that dude's trying to kill himself. And I'm like, don't do it, but I'll do it with you if you do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, wait, what the fuck? And what? then... No. Yeah. But now, here we are. Here we are. You know what the worst thing is right now, and this is such a lame thing to admit, but uh, but because I'm such a massive pussy, uh, I just got, I was, before we were podcasting, for those of you listening, I was playing Fortnite, I just got second place in a really bullshit situation, but my fucking hand, because I'm such a fucking pussy, is still shaking from that, and I'm like, Did you get wow. the shakes when you got into, like, the final two in Fortnite? Uh... I don't get it while I'm playing, but afterwards, I was just really heated. I mean, you heard me. Oh, yeah, was, you had a heated gaming moment. I, I, Yeah, I had a heated gaming moment. No slurs were said, but I certainly felt away. I really thought we were on the edge of a slur. Ah, uh, you know, every now and then, but never, because I'm an ally. I mean, it was against the Italians, so it's not really a slur. Oh, yeah, yeah I'll definitely so, always insult yeah. an Italian. Right, I mean, um, you can always do an Italian accent, it's never racist. Oh, yeah, you know, um, one thing we started to do is, um, on Sunday nights, we have some of our friends come over and we have this, like, wrestling WWE vs. Raw 2010 or 2013 yeah. we play, and we've just started to make really ridiculous characters, and we're building out, like, our own universe. Uh-huh. And there are these characters that we're doing, uh, they're, they're all the young guns, and they're all, like, soft, soft racist names. Um, so... Soft racism. So, soft racism. We're doing soft racism as an irony over here, apparently. Yeah, I mean, like, there's Tommy Linguini, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and That's he's, like... The, racist. It's he's, like, our, he's, like, our Drake figure. But he's like our Drake sort of Don Corleone figure, where eventually we're going to create four different stages of him, okay. where he'll be like a young sort of like white wife beater slacks, one nice chain, one nice watch, eventually a suit, eventually he'll get obese, and then eventually he'll become like a fat Don Corleone. Sick. Uh, yeah, so we have like all these ideas. We have Abu Grab, who is a, a Middle Eastern guy. Who, that's, uh, that, uh, that's a little... That's a little more than soft racism. I mean, to be fair, the WWE is pretty racist. Uh, as an emulation of the WWE, yes, that would happen. If you were yeah. doing this as a, as an emulation, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Dude, it's the soft racism circuit. Let it be. Just yeah, I will. You're fine. I, people, you know, people followed uh, Project McReagan on uh, Instagram that one night and loved it. 
and Project McReagan versus Cool Hitler was a very uh, was a very trying match. Dude, very trying. Uh, that said, be on the lookout for the soft racism circuit. Oh my god. Uh, it'll be interesting. It's like all done completely tongue-in-cheek. Don't worry, we have a complete POC panel of people who are in this character creation. Uh, nothing is getting through without their approval. So don't worry. Okay. Yep. You cleared it with all the with all the people. All all the all the groups. I have a group chat of just all my POC friends. It and is called go, the United Nations. It's called the UN, and I go yeah. in and I just say, "Guys, is this racist? Am I allowed?" And then there's a vote. It's just all Y's or N's, and then at the end I tally them, and then it is what it is. Guys, can I say it? Uh, I I haven't done a vote on you. No, I, but I've, I done, I've done a, for I've you. done a, I've done a vote on me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I can I can say it. In song wow. only. In song only. Oh, in song only. And it's not yeah. your song, it has to be somebody else's yeah, song. Yeah, I, okay. can't, I can't write the song. Um, uh, I have to just... I, it has to be, like, in a car. There are, like, certain criteria that must be met. We're in a car. The windows are down. It's over 85 degrees. Uh, we're smoking... We're smoking something. Uh, smoking mids. Smoking mids. Um, we're we're also smoking menthol cigarettes. Ooh. Um, yeah, Camel Crush. Um, and then I have to be wearing an open-toed shoe. Fair. I think yeah. that's fair. Honestly, yeah. if that's what's going on, then yeah, all right. That makes sense yeah. to me. I haven't said it yet this summer, though. That's good. I will. I, I definitely feel it. Like, I don't know, man. I heard your boy was going to say it for 50 bucks. Oh, he will. He doesn't know it yet. He thinks he won't say it. He was like, he was like, in no way will you ever get me to say that word. And I bet you $50 you can't get me to say oh, it Oh, it's so easy to get people to say and it. And I was like, I looked at Brandon, and Brandon looked at me, and we were like, we're going to get him to say it. Like, way faster than by the end of the year. Honestly, I could probably get him to do it by, like, the end of the month. You should set a personal goal to do it. Yeah, honestly, like, white people's brains are fucked up. I'll get them to do anything I want. They're so easy. Actually, crazy thing, speaking of crazy white people, uh, the other day, uh, literally yesterday, we were driving to Chinatown to go get some food, and we saw, like, a, a big white man... Get, uh, like rob someone. And what? This is, this is like the dumbest thing I've ever seen. He's like a very big, like, I don't know, like m mobster build white man, like okay, running from a crowd of like six dudes. They were all like, bro, bro, what are you doing, bro? And he is just running and turning back and talking to them. And, like, we we saw this whole thing because our window was down in this Uber. And, like, these, these dudes were chasing him, like, bro, you can't have that. Come back. And he's like, no, I need it. I need oh, it. Oh, my. And he's just getting chased by, like, six dudes. And it was the most awkward robbery I've ever seen in my life. Like, to watch all big men run around and just shuffle around, like the way criminals should 
awkward. It was like watching Kevin James steal from, Honestly, like... Honestly, it sounds like you watched a real-life Sopranos episode. Dude, it was kind of like that. Like, the dude was wearing, like, a shitty leather jacket. Uh, just... Aw- it was so awkward. Like, it was like... I don't even know how to describe it. Like, all of us, even the Uber driver, we were all just, like, watching it. Like, how can no one stop anybody? Like, how... How are these big men just shuffling around, letting this other big man rob them? But, like, what? Like, it was so confounding to watch. You saw the real big pussy. Oh, dude. By far. It was absolutely mind-blowing. And then... Incredible. Then the person I was with, with Brandon, she was like, have you ever been robbed? And I was like, no, I don't look like a mark. And she was like, I would rob you. And then I was like, eh. Pass. I won't be robbed. You've never been robbed? I've never been robbed. Neither have I. Yeah, I mean, I don't really look like a mark, though. No, definitely not, but neither do I. People try me all the time, but they don't yeah, get very far. I haven't even really been tried. People don't try me when it comes to robbery. They just try to fight me or, like, upset me in public. Have you, have you ever fought a random person in public? No, I've never fought a random person in my life. Every fight that I've ever been in has been, like, predetermined that this was probably going to happen at some point. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. I was going to say, like, I've never really, like... I've never been in, like, a a random fight in my adult life uh, at all. But in college, there was was definitely a few moments where I had to, like, throw throw a punch. It's pretty weird. I I never had to throw a punch in, like seriousness in college i mean i i don't know man the, situ- the situation if you've never that- had to wrestle if you've never had to wrestle your bro to like de-escalate the situation though i don't trust you yeah i definitely have done that before yeah that's... i mean i had to i had to prevent uh one of my best friends from like fully curb stomping a guy it was pretty cool that's pretty sick that's pretty cool yeah. people do wild shit when they fight like i don't know man when people say to me, I've been in fights. Uh, I can handle myself. Yeah. I generally believe them. Like, I don't really think you say that without actually meaning it. Like, I say it, and people know I'm joking. But, like, I can project it. Like, that's happened before. Like, someone has been like, I will fight you. But then I've just projected, like, crazy, like, rabid dog. And they back off. But huh. I could, I could never really follow through, I don't think. I don't think I actually am a rabbit dog. No, I just... I'm not going to get in, like, the big fight discussion that we always get into on this show. Because I'm we sure we have other stuff to talk about. But, yes, I do understand what you're getting at. Yeah, I mean, speaking of rabbit dogs, we've got uh, new Kanye West. We do have the new Kanye West album. Uh, Which, uh, I mean, it is what it is. Uh... What are your thoughts, dude? You wanted to talk about this. Buddy, this is... I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I okay. hate this record. Yeah. Um, T- it is... T- talk about why. Why do you hate it? it was... I have thoughts on it, too, but I'm curious about yours. It is 23 minutes of absolutely nothing, except yeah. for placating soul chop beats, because people want to hear the old Kanye, and he's giving them that sound while being a shell of his former self 
in his actions and his words. He said nothing. The only good stuff sonically comes from other people. I found... I listened to the entire record. I've listened to it like four times. Okay. And there is nothing for me to latch on to really in the first... Like... The first five songs I don't really care about except for like... Uh... Ty Dallas Sign singing Keep That Same Energy over and over again. I really like uh, yeah, Ty the has Valet. A great, Ty I has like, a great voice. I like the Valet part of All Mine. Um, but like, until Ghost Town, I don't care about this record. And the Ghost Town stuff, like, I'm absolutely pandered to with that John Legend singing chop. And then I'm like... You have the Kid Cudi part that's also just like, wow, like this is a great song. Kanye barely sings anything. And then there's that 070 shake shit, and I'm not really a fan of that. That feels like some industry plant shit. I'm not here for it. Um, I haven't, like, I just did not enjoy this record at all. So, like, what I ended up realizing was that nothing that I liked on this album, beyond the beats, is anything that Kanye did. Oh, yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah. I listen to these things and I'm like, wow, that's cool. And then I'm like, wait, but Kanye is not doing that. Like, it, the, the beats are whatever. But the actual stuff being said is, like, just so bad. It is not a good album. And anybody who says that it's a good album is absolutely, like, fucked in terms of what they listen to. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I, I, uh, I was, I was just surprised, I feel. Like, to me, one thing that's gonna be, like, a really trying aspect of this album is that people are going to start this narrative of, like, talking about mental health especially bipolar disorder in a way that is going to be so detrimental yes uh that it it's gonna like really fuck with people who do have mental illness yes uh and that that's really worrying to me um and yeah i mean what what whatever he feels about his mental disorder uh that's for him like Definitely. i like him if he feels like it's a superpower and it makes him a superhero like he said um all right like i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna comment on that to me like that's, i'm not gonna argue with you about your mental disorder right yeah, yeah but from the outside looking in uh dude it just bummed me out the whole album honestly is to me it is like one of the saddest albums i've ever heard not because they're the subject matter or anything, but it maybe because of it, but like I mean it's kind of pathetic, right? It's not pathetic. It's like it's just so far gone. Yeah. From where he was. And I honestly I really I without knowing this guy's life, without being there front row center, I feel like he's being taken advantage of by like every single person and thing around him 
and no one is helping this dude get what he needs. And if he feels like he's in a sound state of mind, fine. But, like, I think we all know who Kanye West is in terms of, like, an ego-narcissistic persona, and we've seen that come out in a lot of different ways. But this is kind of so far beyond that that, like, if this dude was on the street, you would be scared of him, maybe. Like, I don't know. It's it's a really... The whole thing is, like, a... I don't want to sound alarmist because it sounds like I am being alarmist, but, like, dude, it's just a bummer. It's just sad. I don't know... It's, it's kind of like finding out that, like, when Bruce Wayne was Batman, once he decided to stop being Batman, he was actually just a fucking crazy person. Like, uh-huh. like you know he is a crazy person because he dresses up like a bat and does crazy shit. But, like, when you find out that, like, there's lasting shit from that and that, like, there's no chance of him being the person he was... Yeah. That's a bummer. Like, I don't think we're going to get... We're ne- we're never going to have the old Kanye back ever again. No, from, we're not. From, he- from here on out, whatever there is, is just... The tone has been set. And, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, I agree it, with you, though, that he's, like, for sure being enabled by a lot of people who just want to be seen, like, with Kanye West. You know? Yeah, and I mean, like, when this whole thing in Wyoming was happening, uh-huh. uh, like, it was, it was, it was all a bummer, man. Like, people being like, like, the people that were surrounding him, like, yeah, there were, yes. you know, there's, like, Chris Rock, that's cool. There's Jonah Hill, that's, that's cool. There's people like, who are his friends and who have been rocking with him forever that are yeah. out there. And they're obviously out there because they have to show support for their friend. But there's a lot of people there who are just like, I want to be seen around Kanye West. I want yeah. to be at this yeah. thing. You and have Adam, you have Adam 22 there. Who's oh, like, yeah. Like, dude, like, fuck you. You don't give a fuck about anyone but yourself. Like, yeah. Like, don't be like, oh, I'm out here to, like, do this shit for the culture like fuck you dude like you are you are a manipulator like you're a crazy fucking asshole get the fuck out of here you should be nowhere near kanye if we're being completely real like that guy if somehow that dude wiggled his way into kanye's circle fuck that dude i don't think he wiggled his way into kanye's circle i think he like I don't think he's in the circle. I think he was just invited. There's a lot of well, people sure. who That's are what I mean. that are nobody, That's, but they make yeah. sure to get in the photos, which is the other corny fucking. Well, right. That's that, like, that. That's what I mean. Like, so I know many he... people wiggled their way into whatever photo they could, so that you yeah. know that they're there, rather than just I'm here for the love of it. Right, and that's the thing. So like. I totally, I totally get that. I know Adam Twenty Two is not in that dude's actual circle, right. but like there was a lot of like clout chasing to a maximum degree during this Wyoming thing, where it was just people like, how can I, how can I prove I was here? Like, how can I like somehow get Kanye in the photo? Like, how can I show how close I was? Like, all this shit, and it's like, dude, you are creating this problem too. Like, you are like. A problem like all of this is a problem this is not good it's very bad and like all these even the conversation we're having about it honestly we 
probably are it's all bad like yeah it's all bad it's just I mean it's the same thing as talking about Donald Trump like that dude is fucked up his brain is fucked up he's surrounded by people who let him fuck more shit up it's the same thing like we're having the same conversation and like maybe that's what Kanye meant when he was like we have the same energy oh 100% like and that is what he meant. He, I don't yeah. think he agrees with him. Once again, I like I said it in the group chat because we talked about it a while ago. But that dude doesn't have like a political stance. No, yeah, he has uh, none, zero. He's just like ah, I see the emotions that Donald Trump arises in people, and I want those same emotions. Like, yeah, di- the emotions surrounding Donald Trump are bipolar in and of itself. In that there are two poles. You yeah. either really love him or you really hate him. There's nobody who's just like, yeah, I think he's doing an adequate job. There's nobody. Right. Who's yeah. There's that. there's no middle ground. And like, and one that's thing where Kanye, that's where Kanye has been for so long. But I think there are a lot of people in the middle ground who just kind of don't get into what Kanye West is as a person, and they say, yeah, all right, he's a he's there, you know. So. What well, I think like. One thing that Kanye has always been good at is, like, shifting culture as cultural moments have happened. Like, right. whether or not people like Life of Pablo doesn't really matter. That still definitely shifted a summer a little bit and, like, kind of set a tone for, like, what was going to happen with music. Right. To a degree. I mean, it always happens with Kanye stuff. He's really good. I mean, he's, when he's good, good at arising feelings rather than just, you know, yeah. anything yeah, yeah, yeah. that he actually says. Because that... That album's kind of a mess, but I do love it. There's a feeling that you get from There's it. There's a feeling you get from it, yeah. So, I mean, that's cool. Like, that's that's great. And, I mean, obviously you go backwards and, like, Yeezus is amazing. Like, I don't honestly know how you get from Yeezus to where we are now. Or, like, Dark Fantasy or any of it. Like, Well, he tried, he stopped saying things and he just wanted you to feel a vibe with him. That's yeah. how we got here. Well, I mean, and that being said, like, for a dude who capitalizes on moments, I will say I feel like he's successful at capitalizing on this moment. And that it is that it is flat and that people don't like it. And that like maybe I mean, if his if his creating this is knowing full well that like this moment sucks and that this moment is bipolar and crazy and shitty Maybe he is seeing things a little further ahead of what where we are, but I don't actually think that. Like, that could be what he might be projecting. That he's like, no, I know everything's bad. I know it's like good or bad, or like life or death, or like blue or red. But like, everything that went into the execution of this was so massively like weak compared to everything else he did maybe even that is a critique i don't fucking know i'm not in this dude's head but like this is just not where i imagined we would be with this guy and i think a lot of people feel that way and don't understand and i don't think they'll ever get an explanation because i did i do think it's about feelings at this point with kanye well yeah i think life of pablo in and of itself is kind of encapsulating a feeling of the obama administration in that there isn't really anything of substance on that record, and there's not, like, a ton of interesting things, but we all feel good, right? We feel as though everything's in the hands of somebody who's capable, and wow, they're, you know, they're doing something. 
And we're just kind of happy that there's something there. It's kind of placating for us to just have a Kanye record. Well, I mean, we it's feel, interesting. We feel satisfied with a Kanye record out. And it's... now we kind of wanted something from him further than just, ah, the, uh, the Kanye record, you know? And now we just get a Kanye record, and it's super boring. There's nothing to it. Well, and I... what we wanted was an actual substantive Kanye record that addresses what's going on in the world and how we should feel, and there's nothing there. Well, I think it's interesting, though, because we, bo- we both sort of agree that Kanye has no political opinions, but we're also, like, contextualizing his shit in the sense of politics. Definitely. So, so like, yeah, maybe, but, like, ah. Oh, I don't, think, I don't think that the lack of Kanye's politicizing his music can't also just serve as a parable to what we get from oh, politics sure. in this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because that's... now we have to like tear down the entire idea of who do we respect and who do we not respect. Because, to be real, there's so many people who just don't care about the office of president anymore, right? Like, this whole, this whole Trump shit has turned everybody on their head. So now you can feel free to kill your idols in art as well as in politics. Oh, yeah. We're seeing that all the time now with like, yeah. a- actors being like, me too and like all this shit like yeah yeah if anything this is a complete teardown of all of the hierarchical norms but i mean maybe by producing like a completely flaccid baseless piece of art that people are still like critically raving about it sets like a vague new standard of what could be valuable no i think what's interesting though is that you can now do ego death when it comes to influencers and critics and you can just be like yeah these people suck because oh yeah they're hyping up some shit that really is nothing you know yeah i mean it proves the point that like literally every person with a voice can be bullshit in like moments yes definitely this this record should be where you analyze who people are as people and you should say, hey, I can evaluate that, like, you're full of shit because you love this record. Yeah, totally. This is the record... I know people for years have been like, if you like this Kanye record, you're a dick rider. And it's like, this is finally the one that exposes, at least to me, where it's like, no, this person's an actual dick rider. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like... I mean, ah, oh, man... The, 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 the Twitter timeline about this record has just been annoyingly bad. Yeah. Well, and it's everywhere, because, like, one, I understand not wanting to hear it at all. Sure. I really do. Because Kanye's a piece of shit, and, like, politically is an idiot. Um, but, number two, like, people who talk about this record, like, it's even anything good. There's nothing memeable off of it. There's nothing that can penetrate culture this is just like here and it's very boring yeah totally and also yes you're 100 percent right about how the conversation around mental illness and this record is going to be the worst shit ever it's gonna hurt a lot of people as it like our friend well friend of the show harlan and i were driving around talking about this the other night and like it's just so bad and it oversimplifies things yeah because 
because Kanye West is who he is as an entity, he is too big to fail. Yeah. The people around him will not let him fail, whereas, like, your friend with bipolar disorder could absolutely just be homeless in three months, you know? But Kanye West could not be homeless in three months. There's too many people riding the Kanye ship, but, like... Somebody else with the same type of mental illness who's just like, yeah, I'm gonna go out and do this. Like, no. Yeah, dude. It's... It's uh, so bad. I mean... Because, like, you get worried about people when they have bipolar stuff going on. When they're in a manic upswing, you get worried just as much as you get worried when they're on a depressive downswing. Sure. And, you know... You can express your your fears, and they're not always handled the way that you would want them to be handled. And then, especially with this Kanye thing, it's like, you can't be concerned for this dude's well-being because he's like, no, this is what makes me perfect. This is what makes me who I am. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. I get that, too, but at the same time, it's like, you, like, there are people who need help with this shit. Yeah, absolutely. Like, just because you don't think you need help doesn't mean that you might not need it, you know? Yeah, I think that people are going to get a, lo- a lot of the wrong takeaways from this whole thing. Yeah. Especially uh, anyone who's within like the, the hip-hop sphere or adjacent. Uh, it's, it's not going to be... That's already super- maybe the worst genre when it comes to talking about mental illness. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, anything... I mean, yeah. I, I agree. I think that it's... It's already hard. There's already a lot of other undercurrent issues that make it hard. Yeah. I don't know. We're kind of, like, reaching this, like, moment where, like, people really have to be learned to be, like, aware of each other. And I think that, like, we've been moving through that a little bit more slowly, but a little more rapidly now uh, since, since Trump. Yeah. That people should be a little more aware. But now it feels like it's in light speed where like you know, if you're well, this like this is accelerationism. Yeah, we I mean it's it is. I mean we're kind of definitely doing the Dzizek thing that uh he said was gonna happen. Uh but Kanye also said he was an accelerationist right after the election and that's why he voted for Trump. Yeah, I mean So yeah, I mean the Zizek thing is for sure going uh, on. I mean we said the same shit. Uh, so, I don't know. It's weird because it's like, I definitely did buy the ticket to take the ride, but like, woof. It can be kind of wild. I mean, yep. the, the ride hasn't really fucked me up at all, per se, but that's not to say it won't. You never know. Yeah, well. Here we are. Here we are. That uh, said, I think I think we're good. Yeah, I don't... Was there anything else that we were like, yeah, let's talk about this? Mm, we talked about your thing. Yeah, and... we talked about my... Yeah, uh, um, yeah no, we uh, we talked about that. Um, all you just said was firing back against the pussies, but I think we did that too. I think we did fire back against the pussies. As we always do, just we by even do. living in the new America. As yeah, we don't, just don't be afraid. Uh... Listener mail one one person did ask where you land in Tilted. Where I land? Or not in Tilted, but in Fortnite. Yeah. Oh, where do I land? Yeah, um, where did you land when you made second even? Oh, I did a uh, lucky landing. 
Uh, I had to do some uh, achievement to kill three people there. I got it. Uh, I killed three people there. And then I had to run all the way north, north of Loot Lake, uh, just south of the farm. And that's where I died. Um, normally, though, I'm a big proponent of Gus. Uh, I'm a big proponent of Greasy Grove. I like Pleasant Park. Yeah, uh, you love Gus. I love Gus. Gus is honestly a, a treasure trove. Uh, I have warmed up to the new Moisey Meyer a lot. I mean, there's nowhere uh, I feel like I can't land. I don't Damn. like to, I don't like Tomato Town. I don't like. Uh, I don't really like Snobby Shores. I don't really like Lonely Lodge. You land with us in Snobby a lot, though. I'll do it because you guys like it, but I don't really like it. I think it's too far away from everything, and what you have to cross to get anywhere is way more dangerous than it's worth. That's uh, very true. Uh, I I don't like Dusty Divot. I'd rather do Tilted. Hmm. I don't know. That Those are my Fortnite opinions right now. If you want to play with me on Xbox, you can add me. I'm Lil Homie Gay Ass. Uh, I'll play Overwatch with you. I'll play Fortnite with you. Um, if you play Overwatch with me, though, you have to be good. I don't. I do not fuck with people who are bad at Overwatch. Yeah, no so, broke boys in Josh's Overwatch clique. No, dude. This season, season ten, I'm taking it very seriously. I've won uh, like ten of the twelve games I've played. King. Uh, yeah. Uh, gold rank. So don't fuck. Don't fuck with me. Damn, Poppy. Okay, I see you. Yeah. So, that's my gaming information. Uh, feel free to holler. I don't mind. Yeah. Alright. I think we're good here, though. Otherwise. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll see you then. Later. Late.